Hi, Mama. Welcome to Ministry and Motherhood. This is your host, coach, and mentor, Lauren Apple. Here at Ministry and Motherhood, we want to see you step fully into your God-given ministry impact at home and in the marketplace. So let's get moving. Hey, 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 friends. I hope you are having an incredible week. And I'm so honored that you're taking the time to tune in to Ministry and Motherhood Podcasts. I am Lauren Apple, and I'm super excited to be with you talking today about the killer of consistency. Us ladies, us mamas, us leaders in the church that have a heart and a desire to make a ministry impact in our home, outside of the home, in our church, outside of the church, and all the things, we have a desire to do so many things and achieve so many things. And a lot of those things come down to consistency. How can we be consistent in our disciplines? How can we be consistent in our intentionality? How can we be consistent in our discipleship of other people? How can we be consistent in our discipline of our kids, in our love of our kids, in telling our kids about Jesus, in our relationship with God? Okay, you can see where I'm going here. It could go on forever, right? We need and desire consistency in our life in so many things. And part of stewardship is consistency. And so I want to take a moment and talk about this idea of what is it that really kills our consistency. And first, there was a question that I asked um, earlier this week to some ladies in my Facebook group, Ministry Plus Motherhood. If you're not a part of that group, make sure you jump in and join that. It's completely free and open to the public. But you'll have to search Ministry Plus Motherhood to find it in Facebook. We would love to have, have you be a part of that. But I asked this question, what is the one hard thing that you are choosing to focus on this week in order to move forward as the mom and leader that God has called you to be? That's quite a mouthful, right? But what is the one hard thing that you are going to be consistent in, okay? And I got so many different answers. Quitting smoking, wow, what a hard thing. Making the choice every day to choose the right meals. Um, celebrating certain women in my life, focusing and practicing on my speaking skills, remaining consistent in my exercise, uh, walking through, handling and stewarding all the many things that God has called me to, my multiple businesses, directing two programs at church, being the caretaker of my grandparents, man, having so many things on your plate, Checking your own heart every single day, checking your heart and making sure that you have the right heart, the right focus, the right attitude um, towards your family and your friends and the things that God has called you to and so many more things, okay? But man, those are some hard choices that these ladies are making every single day and choosing to move forward in those things. And you know, when we have these, these choices that we have to make to move forward in and we're making these hard choices, a lot of times from the outside, they might seem like a simple choice. Someone who is already consistent in their exercise, man, choosing to exercise three to four times a week might not seem like a hard choice. It might seem like a simple choice, right? And it could seem like a simple or a small thing to do every single day. But in the heart of our hearts, right, in our minds, if it's outside of our daily system or routine, it's difficult. It's choosing the hard over the easy over and over and over again. When we have gotten to a place, man, our brains are so creatively 
woven together and created. And you've heard me talk about this before, right? But our brains have these shortcuts they take, right? These synapses. And so when we're used to doing things a certain way or not doing certain things, right? Our brain quickly walks through these synapses to make choices for us. And so to begin to make the choices that are outside of our daily routine or outside of our normal habits, it is hard work and it takes consistency. And sometimes when you're in the middle of making those choices over and over and over again, choosing those hard things, those small but hard choices over and over again, it can feel like it's never going to get easier, right? It can feel like, man, I'm not really making much progress because it's still really hard to choose these things. But I promise you, as you continue to make those hard choices over and over again, you continue to be consistent in it, that it will get easier. God's going to do incredible things. And here's the deal. A lot of times we let one simple problem struggle in our brain and our thoughts stand in the way of our consistency, okay? So are you ready for it? The killer of consistency over and over and over again in our lives as mamas and wives and Christian leaders and business owners and ministry servants, the killer of consistency, it boils down to this one thing perfectionism. Perfectionism. And I'm willing to bet the majority of you ladies listening in, you have some form of perfectionism in your life right now, okay? And it doesn't always look the same. It doesn't always come out the same in your life. It doesn't always manifest the same way in your actions. But perfectionism holds us back from being consistent because we think if we can get it right the first time, we might as well Man, if we can get it right the first time, it's going to be a habit change in our life and it's going to be so easy, right? And if we're going to change this habit, if we're going to change our eating habits and be more consistent in our exercise or spend more time with the Lord, that man, I'm just going to do it and I'm going to do really good because I'm motivated and I have the determination and I just want it to happen. So it's not going to be as hard as I think it is. And so what? We, we do really good on day one. And maybe day two, we do really good. But then we get to day three and we mess up and we say, man, Well, if I can't do this even three days in a row, then I might as well throw in the towel, right? I might as well give up on it because I've already failed. So why should I continue to move forward? And we get ourselves stuck, right? We have these extremes of the all or nothing. Ladies, I am 100% there. That is my one of my biggest downfalls is I go from these extremes that if I, I can't change everything, then I might as well change nothing, right? And we start out with this change and wanting to do these things in our lifestyle and we want to start eating healthier, but I can't eat healthier because it's going to cost me more or I can't spend more money because then I'm also watching my budget. And if I spend more money to get healthier than, and I lose weight, then I'm going to have to buy new clothes and I don't have money to buy new clothes. And so I can't even afford to dress myself at that point. And so we go to this place of perfectionism and extremism and we create these stories in our minds, right? We create these stories that man, if I lose weight, I'm going to have to buy all these clothes and refresh my wardrobe and I don't have the money or the budget for that. And so I might as well not even try. It's not the right time or the season for me. And so we justify not changing anything or not taking any action towards the things we know God's calling us to do, the things we know that we need to change, the things that we've been convicted by the Holy Spirit and yet we're disobedient to the Holy Spirit in our life and the convictions we've given that we've been given so graciously and lovingly from God. And we don't move forward in it because we make up these stories of, well, maybe this is going to happen. 
or maybe that's going to happen and that's not good or that's not what I want or I can't afford that or I don't have the time or the energy to focus on that. I can't buy the new clothes, right? If I want to get healthy and I don't have the money to get healthy, then I might as well just keep buying fast food, right? Because it's cheaper or buying the junk food because it's cheaper. It's going to cost me more in the long run if if I focus on eating healthier, okay? And, and we make up these stories that it's not worth it. And so then we don't move forward. And that's one of the issues we have with perfectionism. It's these extremes, the all or nothing mentality. If I can't go in full force, if I can't give it all my resources, all my time, all my, my energy, if I can't make it extreme or perfect from day one, then I might as well not even try. And so we get frozen. We stop moving forward towards where God has called us. Do you catch the burden of that? Can you imagine being the Lord and watching your amazing, beautiful daughters, the mamas that you have poured such anointing and authority and power into, watching them, thinking about your kids, watching them, thinking about the passions and the dreams that you've poured into their heart, and and you know that they have it and they know it in the depths of their soul. Oh man, I'm going to get emotional. Because it breaks my heart to watch you ladies walk in this struggle of perfectionism. Knowing how much of a stronghold the enemy has on your mind and your heart. And ladies, I've been there and I am there so many days. That keeps you from fulfilling the life that God has created you for. From making the impact that God has designed you for. And here's the thing. You're sitting there and you're watching God is. He's sitting there and he's watching his daughter with these gifts inside of them. And we can do that with our own kids, right? We can be there and we can watch our sons or our daughters with the gifts that God has inside of them. And we see the possibilities and we know, we can see a glimpse of what God has called them to. Even at a young age, you can begin to see the authority and the leadership that God has put inside of your kids. And yet we see that the enemy has lied to them to tell them that they can't do it perfectly. And if they can't do it right the first time, then they might as well give up. Can you imagine watching your kids do that? Can you imagine watching your son or your daughter give up on their dreams, their passions because they failed one time? Or because they recognize that, man, I can't devote everything right now in this season, all my time, all my energy to this because I have other things that are important in my life. Ladies, that's what we do over and over and over again. That's what the devil has lied to us about over and over and over again, that you can't possibly be the mom you were called to be. If you're focusing on your dreams that God has put in your heart, that you can't possibly move forward in the leadership that God has called you to move forward in because you have all these other things that you need to steward, because you have to make an income for your family, because you have to be intentional to provide for your kids, because he's called you to homeschool, because he's called you to uh, live out certain things in your life or be responsible for certain people. And you feel like, man, I can't possibly be the mom that God has called me to be and the steward of all these other things that God has called me to do and still move forward in the dreams and passions that God has given me. Can I just tell you that if God has put it on your heart, if he's called you to it, if he continues to build a burden and a passion inside of you, it's not for you to just sit on and think about and wait on. No, it's for you to move forward in. 
And you can't quite be the mom that he's called you to be if you're not living out the desires and the passions and the dreams that he's called you to live out. God wants you to move forward. God has a purpose for all those things he's put on your heart, for those visions he's given you, for those passions and those burdens that he's blessed you with. If God's given it to you, then he's encouraging you. He's pushing you. But the devil is lying to you and saying, man, you've already failed. You might as well give up. You're never going to get it worked out. You don't have all the clarity in the world, so you might as well just wait until the, the plan is perfectly clear, until the plan is in place. You can't invest all of your time or energy into it right now, and so just wait until the season is right. You can't invest all your budget into it right now. You can't give your kids all the love that they need and still fulfill the things that God is calling you to outside your home. You might as well just give up. Can you catch the heartache that the Lord experiences when he watches us walk through the journey and hear his voice and experience his passions and his burdens? And then he watches us stop the journey short of our dreams, short of our potential, short of everything that God has in store for us, short of the fulfillment that God desires us to live out of. Watching us settle for less. That's what we're doing day in and day out when we're settling for less and we allow perfectionism to lie to us internally. Man, you can't do it right. You can't do it fully or completely. You can't do a 180 right now. Then let's just settle. Let's just settle for this thing. It's good enough. This business you're running, it's good enough. This income you're providing for your family, it's good enough. It might not be getting you completely out of debt. It might not give you the financial freedom that you desire, but but it's helping you make it through. You're using something that God has given you. Maybe you're using a part of your gift and you're making somewhat of a difference. And the opportunities you have at church, you can't step fully into them, but you can do a little bit here and there and you can show up inconsistently and you can pray for people inconsistently. That's got to be good enough, right? But even though you feel the heartache of knowing that there's more inside of you, that there's gifts that God is calling you to step out in, that there are things that are outside of your comfort zone that God is calling you to be bold in, you're just going to settle for this good because it's still good. And you're right. There is good that you're doing and there's good that God has given you the opportunities for. But usually it comes to a time where that good becomes not good enough and God wants to stretch you and he wants to provide for you more and he wants to do more inside of you. But perfectionism allows us to settle for good instead of going after the great. And here's the deal. God did not create you for good. He didn't create you to be a good enough mom. He didn't create you to be a good enough wife. He didn't create you to be a good enough business owner. He didn't create you to be a good enough leader. He didn't create you to be a good enough Christian. No, he created you to be a great wife. He created you to be a fantastic mom. He created you to be a great business owner and a great leader. He created you to be a great Christian. And that doesn't mean, okay, don't get hung up here. It doesn't mean that every aspect of your life has to be perfect or put together or worked out. It doesn't mean that you're never going to fail. It doesn't mean that, that you have to take on the expectations of the world or maybe even the expectations that you've put on yourself. It doesn't mean that you're always going to get it right, right off the bat. No, it just means that you're going to continue to move forward 
and the things that God has called you to do. And when you recognize that, man, you have this area to grow in, that you're going to believe and step forth in that leadership anointing that God has put in you, even if you don't feel qualified. Because can I tell you that the Bible is full of so many messed up leaders? I mean, I was talking to a client today and I, I was talking about Moses and you see all these stories in the Bible and, and you'll read them, but but in Moses, man, Moses just kept coming back to God and arguing with the Lord. Like he was literally in front of the physical presence of God. He met with him. He heard his audible voice. Can you imagine? And yet Moses still questioned. He still pushed back on the Lord. He kept coming back to God and saying, well, the people feel like this. God, um, can't you make some exceptions? Can't we do something differently? When the Lord had already laid out the clear plan and path. And sometimes I sit back and I wonder, man, what is wrong with you, Moses? What is wrong with you? Why would you do that? You have like these amazing things that God is telling you and he's being clear and direct and concise with you and telling you exactly how you're going to get the people to the promised land, exactly how he's going to bless the generations through that, all these things. And yet you still push back, Moses, and you still argue. And sometimes I have to take a deep breath and I have to stop myself and remind myself, you know what, Lauren? There's a lot of times in your life where you argue with God, right? Or you push back on him or you don't trust him in everything. And he has to remind you over and over and you have to remind yourself like, oh, okay, let's be a little humble here, right? Because God's going to put me in my place, right? He's going to remind me that I don't have it all together, that I still have so much room to grow. And if you ever got the perception from me, ladies listening in, that I have it all figured out, well, you're wrong. And I apologize for that because I always want you to know that I am in process. I'm growing and developing and refining constantly. And I have so much room to grow. And I don't have all the answers. And it's okay to not know all the answers. I don't have the full picture. I don't know exactly where God's going to have me five years from today or 10 years from today. I don't know what the book is going to be that he's called me to write. I don't know what it's going to be about. I don't know exactly the path that he's calling me to take in my business or my leadership. I don't know the financial measures that I'm going to need to make or the sacrifices that he's going to call me to take or every decision that God desires me for. I don't know it, but God still encourages me to move forward. He still encourages me to continue to do things. He still wants to use me even when I have to fix things, right? Even when I don't have it all together, even when my head is kind of messed up and I I don't feel qualified, he's good and gracious in that. And so I want to challenge you in the midst of perfection, don't go to the extremes and say it's all on you. Don't hide out in the good and let the great bypass you because God's called you to live that great life and he wants you to live that great life. So embrace the failures, embrace the mistakes, embrace the growth moments and recognize in order for you to live out the great that God has for you to be the great mom and great leader and great business owner and great ministry leader and great wife that God's called you to be. Sometimes you have to let go of the answers. Sometimes you have to let go of the failures. Sometimes you have to sacrifice the moments where it feels like maybe, just maybe you're going to fail, or maybe, just maybe you're not going to know the answer, or maybe, just maybe you're not going to be completely confident. But you can be confident in the Lord because it's where he's placed you. 
and it's where he's calling you, right? Perfectionism lies to us and tells us to stop moving forward. It keeps us frozen. It keeps us paralyzed. Perfectionism paralyzes us because we feel like until we have it all worked out, all planned out, we know all the pieces, we have the entire plan in place, until then we can't do anything. And can I just tell you, when are you really ready? I mean, ready. Like, when were you really ready to have kids, to give birth? Even though you took those classes, you read those books, maybe you talked to some people, you went through some breathing exercises, were you really ready? Did you know exactly what it was going to look like when you had a second kid? Were you ready? Because it doesn't look anything like the first kid from my experience. And man, that kid growing up doesn't look anything like the first kid growing up, right? You're never really ready. You're never completely prepared. But it's through going through the motions and the actions and being obedient and taking risks and being faithful and consistent that we learn and we grow. And I'm a completely different mom now on my fourth child than I was with my first. But I will never regret the time that I spent with my first because that is what has developed me and refined me and grown me as the mom I am today. And that would have never happened without my fourth child, right? I would have never been where I am today if I haven't gone through the experience of having that fourth kid. And so here's the deal. There's a couple things that we can do in order to move forward. Two things I want to give you really quick to move forward outside of perfectionism. Number one, we can ditch perfectionism by asking ourselves, what can we do today, right now in this moment, to move forward in this hard choice that God is calling me to be consistent in? What can I do to move forward in this habit that God's calling me to chase? What can I do to move forward in this development that God is calling me to go through, this growth that he has for me, this transformation that he's working out in my life, this business or ministry calling that he's put on my life? What can I do to move forward? Now, moving forward isn't thinking about it, okay? Not to just sit and think about it because then we can get so lost. It's how we hide out in the good. Well, I'm just planning. I'm just figuring out the right name or the right branding. I'm figuring out the right title or the the right ideal client avatar that I want to work with. Or I'm figuring out the exact ministry that God has for me. Do you know what that does? It keeps you stuck. It keeps you from getting anything done with the Lord. So how can you move forward today? Is there something you've been dragging your feet on that you know he's called you to do? Is there something God has called you to be obedient in and you have not yet done and you're waiting for all the I's to be dotted and the T's to be crossed so you have a clear picture of what it's going to look like? And yet you just need to do it. Submit it to the Lord. Let go of it. Surrender it. Turn it over to God. Move forward in it. Don't hold back anymore. Don't try to change your colors again. Don't try to change your fonts. Don't get caught up on that graphic. Just make that that post. Get it out there into the world. Don't get caught up on another meeting that somebody else is doing or another course that you need to take first before you can move forward in this. If God has told you to move forward in it, then do it. Just do it. Please, please just do it. Let it go. It's okay if it's not perfect. It's okay if it's not all together. It's okay if it doesn't feel ready because it's never going to feel ready. Move forward. That's the first thing you can do to step out of perfectionism. What can you move forward in today? Not thinking about it, but what can you do? What can you put action into 
to move forward out of your current reality. Okay, I talked about this a few weeks ago, my, my habit hack and how I talked about this idea. If you want to make a change or a transformation in your life, it's it's not going to be a complete 180. It's not going to be doing a complete restructuring or rebuilding of your life or an overhaul. It doesn't work that way. That makes things more difficult. It's not about flipping a house, okay? It's about bringing a simple tweak, a new habit or something alongside what is already our current reality. So if God is calling you to move forward in something, if he's told you, man, you have this story and you need to begin to write it or share it on Facebook, what is it a simple way that you can do that in your life? Does it look like starting to write your posts on Facebook? Does it look like starting to write a blog? Does it look like just journaling every single day? Does it look like going live once a week on your Facebook and sharing your heart? Does it look like someone telling telling someone, proclaiming to someone that, hey, I'm a speaker, Even if you haven't spoken anywhere yet, but you know it's what God's called you to, being bold and proclaiming I'm a speaker and pitching yourself and getting yourself out there and telling people what God is doing in your life or what God wants to do through you. What is it that you can easily move alongside your current reality that relates to where God is calling you to be consistent? If he's calling you to be more consistent in your exercise, what's something that that can walk alongside? Man, do you have a kid who wants to go outside every day? Can you go outside and let your kid play while you do a couple laps or some hit exercises? Do you have soccer practice that you take your kids to twice a week? Can you walk laps around the, the field while they're at soccer practice? What is a way to bring it alongside into your current reality and to move forward in it? Okay, that's the first thing. How can you move forward today? How can you make it something that's easy to bring alongside your current reality? And number two, How can I make this more simple? Simplification comes from the Lord. So how can we bring it alongside into our life and simplify it more and more and more? That's how we find grace and success and intentionality and consistency in our mothering and our ministry, by simplifying. How can I get more simple? How can the process be less complicated? How can we make it easier? And when you make that change, how can you make it even more easier, right? That doesn't really work more easier, but you know what I'm saying. How can I make it flow with my current reality? How can I walk alongside something I'm already doing? Is it a process of refinement and tweaking? Looking back on it, I can evaluate every single night. And you've heard me talk about inspection and evaluation are two of the greatest habits we can have in our life. And so evaluating the things that we're adding to our life, the things God is calling us to be consistent in, simplifying getting it more simple and basic, not overloading our brains, our expectations, or our schedules. Simplify, simplify, simplify. So number one, how can you bring it along your current reality to move forward today? Number two, how can you make it more simple? These things are going to help you break free from perfectionism, okay? Moving forward and and doing a little bit imperfectly is better than doing nothing, right? You make progress and it will get easier when you make failures later on down the line because you're choosing to continue to make hard choices after you've made the mistake. And sometimes the harder choices are not the first choices. The harder choices are the choices after failures. Making the choices after we've made a failure is harder to pick ourselves back up and try again. But do it. Pick yourself back up. Dust yourself off and keep going. 
Someone scores a goal on you in the soccer game, you don't just say, well, we're done, we're out of here. No, they scored first, but I can pick myself back up and I can score again and again and again, right? You can tie yourself up and then you can get ahead. You can have the victory. You can win, but not if you allow yourself to be killed by perfectionism. Not if you allow yourself to not be consistent. Not if you allow yourself to not keep picking yourself back up. You'll see it in scripture over and over again. The things God has called his people to do, some of the most powerful leaders in the Bible, they fail over and over again. Look at David, okay? I don't want to jump quickly into that because he's one of my favorite characters and I could talk forever. But man, he failed in some major ways, but he did some powerful things. So go after it. Pick yourself up. Go after your dreams. Move forward in it. God has birthed something inside of you. He's created you in his image. He's birthed something inside of you. He's going to fulfill it because he wants to use you and because he loves you and because he's good and gracious to you. And so mama, I want to tell you right now, square in the eye, you are good enough. You were created for the dream that God has put on you, the desire he's put in your heart, not the person down the road, not the person that lives down the block, not the person that you see on Instagram or Facebook. Your dreams were meant for you. Your purposes were meant for you. Your story of transformation, the journey that God has brought you through was meant for you to turn it around and pour into the lives of someone else going through a very similar journey. So you can encourage them to never stop, to never give up, to believe that all that God says that they are, that everything God has promised to you in the scripture, he's going to fulfill it for you because he's a man of his word and he's faithful and he's gracious and he's loving. And he's simply asking you right now to pick yourself up, keep moving forward. Don't let the enemy have this one in your life. Don't let him have your choices. Don't let him have your time. Don't let him have your disciplines or your behaviors or your attitude or your purpose or your fulfillment. No, God gets that. God gets that and he'll have it and he'll take it and he will make it something better, beautiful. If you pick yourself up and you keep moving forward, we're going to make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes, but it gives us the opportunity to grow, to move forward, to encourage others in the midst of their mistakes. And so I want to challenge you to step out of your perfectionism, step out of it, no matter what it looks like in your life, step out of it and determine today that you're going to keep picking yourself up. You might fail tomorrow. You might fail as soon as I end this episode, but you're going to pick yourself back up and you're going to try again and you're going to try again and you're going to try again and you're going to keep moving forward and keep taking steps of obedience and keep trusting God. Even when you don't feel ready, you're going to do the things that God has called you to do. And I promise you, in the midst of all of that, you're going to see incredible, 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 incredible transformation and ministry and opportunity happen through your life. You can do it, ladies. You can do it. And if I can do it, you can do it. I promise you. I just hope you hear my heart and know that I love you so much and I believe in you so much. And I want to see you succeed in everything God has called you to do in the kingdom because it's greater when we collaborate and partner and pray and encourage together than when there's comparison and competition. And so I'm ready to do away with that. I'm ready to do whatever it takes to support you on your journey. So please, ladies, if you feel like you want more encouragement, if you feel like you want to move forward, if you feel like, man, I just need someone to believe in me, I would love to partner with you.
whatever that looks like. Let's figure it out. Shoot me a message. Go into my Facebook group. DM me on Facebook or Instagram. Let's jump on a free chat and figure out what that looks like so I can help you go after the journey God has for you that's going to be powerful and beautiful, and I can't wait to see all God has in store of you. So I went a little long. I got a little emotional. I did things a little bit differently than what I thought I was going to do, but I want you to know I love you and I'm praying for you and I'm cheering you on. I want you to know you're going to make it happen. Ditch that perfectionism. Start being consistent in all the things God has called you to do. And I hope you have an incredible week. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to Ministry and Motherhood. We're praying that today was an encouragement to you. But more than that, inspiration to just start taking action. Want to learn more? Join our Facebook group called Ministry and Motherhood or check us out online at laurenapple.org.